back and hit myself. It's so weird. Oh yeah, so you guys have like an actual like I remember that's why I liked about the track. You guys had like an actual ambient noise going on. Yeah. It's very cool. It was yeah. really well done. Mike's an innovator in the podcast space, quiet as kept. I'm an innovator in every space. <laughs> oh, boy. All right. One day, <laughs> actual space. type dude but the reality of space and the fact that there's nothing there like I was I don't want to do it well you don't know it's if there's depressing. nothing there chances are there's something there I mean there's but it's so far away oh for sure it's is, far away you know I mean? but, but like if we there. if we discover some kind of technology to allow us to leap between like stars you know that'd be real yeah, sick well, I'm case. just saying like I you know obviously this is just me like we don't know if that's ever gonna happen but uh you know yeah. What's to say that it hasn't already happened? You know that there are uh, rumors of uh, of space and time travelers that have uh, gone back and forth and that have uh, delivered their predictions for things like Do you believe the 2020 it? election and the, the Do end you believe of the world. I, I wouldn't put it past the world in which we live in. Like every piece of fiction that you've ever seen, like you've seen Independence Day, right? Where, uh, of course, fictionalized uh, uh, thing where uh, there's intel on aliens, but this intel on aliens has been around and rumored since the 1960s. And uh, a bunch of those documents were declassified about a year ago. Did you hear about this? Uh, What's in them? That's a fantastic question that I would uh, look up on my device for. I have not memorized the outcomes of it, but ultimately it seems pretty inconclusive. However... I wouldn't put it past any government body to censor documents and the and the uh, the, uh, the 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 interests of these media groups to kind of just keep it under wraps until they so feel inclined to unleash it, it on people. Yeah. Do you, you do you believe that there's been time travelers? Time. Oh, well, I, oh no, I don't sorry, know. About, I mean, like space, I mean, space. Okay. Space time travelers. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes, and I'll tell you why. Right now, and I'm like so confused. I'm like not sure exactly what's so, going on in the world right now. What's the uh, what are the what are the hot uh, button issues in the gaming community right now? I would say that the 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 biggest issue in the gaming community right now is the way games are monetized, and and what those models of monetization like uh, lead to in terms of the overall quality of the uh, the product that they're receiving. So, like... Elaborate. What do you mean by that? Yeah. What I mean is, like, so, you know, when you make a game these days, you have to, like, not just factor in... I mean, you you have to not just factor in, uh, like, your core audience. You have to factor in your, like, being in, like... Like, just getting... You're not just factoring in getting your core audience to just play the game. 
you know, you want them to like come back again. That's the idea, you know, with these games these days. It's rare that like it's rare that people will come up with a game and just like you know, it'll just be a single player game and that'll be all it is and like it'll have maybe one, two additional pieces of content and that's it. So like the amount of money that they're going to recuperate is going to like from just that limited amount of sales yeah. is going to just like recoup their costs so that they can work on the next experience but game design has gotten so expensive that like making these like crazy elaborate beautiful worlds that like it's just unfeasible it's unfeasible based upon the return yeah, sometimes yeah. so uh, so people you know the, a shortcut to this route is is uh, making a game that's like almost like a, um, a it's not. It's a work in progress in a way. They're like, this is the this is the experience you want to build up to in five years. Oh shit! You know, in five years, this is what you'll be able to say the game is about. Okay. So they release games in stages, but yeah. not saying that they're releasing in the stages, but acting like the game is a full, fully finished product. Are people becoming cheaper? Like, it's it feels people like people are becoming cheaper everywhere. It's it crazy. Seems, it's it feels like people in like AAA development are becoming kind of cheap in the in what they're in what they're offering sometimes. But what about the consumer? Do you find the yeah. consumers willing to pay less? Like I just find in every industry, people want to pay essentially nothing anymore for anything. Yeah. So it's like is that happening in gaming? Like people are complaining about the price of things. Like everyone, yeah, everything is yeah. Of course, no. Of course, I think everyone wants to pay nothing because no one. Everyone knows that like they're at the. If you're everyone, you know that you're in the bottom 99. You're like the, you have like the lowest amount of wealth by comparison yeah, to yeah. like the top 1%, you know? But like it's you still... And like you and a thousand other people still wouldn't be able to like put together enough cha- net worth for you to even measure up to one of those top one percenters because of how much money they're worth, you know? Yeah, It's so course. crazy. Who are we talking about here? Oh, it doesn't matter. I'm just saying, like, just... Oh, does, but name, not, name some names for the uninitiated so that we know we have an idea of what you're referring to. No, but he just means the average consumer, right? I, I feel don't. like the average consumer is, 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 is almost spoiled now. Uh, like, what one of the most fascinating things about the gaming industry is the way that everyday users have monetized gaming as a hobby. Like, uh, platforms like Twitch, the gaming competitions, uh, the, the, the channels on YouTube. Yeah, like, yeah. they've revived... Uh, they've revived... The, uh, previously dead consoles 16-bit gaming has gone through a, a, a complete renaissance uh, I find myself watching uh, guys uh, uh, fix Game Boys that they buy off of eBay for five pound and then like restore them and backlight them and do really awesome stuff that like harkens to my need for nostalgia in this stage <laughs> of my life uh, but the fact that people can now get paid to play video games and it's a legitimate thing I think is fascinating and uh the, what, whether that's um, uh, a catalyst for the, the, the studios and the, uh, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the platform designers to, to go back to the drawing board and try to figure out, you know, what the next step is, well, that's, that's, that's something else, right, as far as them monetizing it, you know, freemium models and, and shit like that. Uh, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Is, is, are there, have you, uh, how, what, what are, what, what's your stance on that? Uh, the, the the whole the whole uh, advent of uh, of this new this new subculture and subgenre. Oh, oh boy! Uh, you know uh, people people you know My watching games. people play games. <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. You saw me. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's cool. Well, well, the most likely outcome for humanity is we, you know, create an AI. Yeah. 
that's Definitely. that's like the first that's like life that we are creating on our own planet a different kind of like being like something that's artificially intelligent like something that like is truly artificially intelligent that like you know it's like you make a, a robot that's literally human feels like you're talking to a human because they can make their own choices and, and do whatever consciousness yeah serious consciousness mm -hmm. that I think is going to be a really big big thing for humanity oh, I, think I think that think that's so. a, that, that on its own like I said earlier is just going to be another a species of its own which is cool man I'm, I'm looking forward to AI like, yeah oh, you're absolutely. looking forward you don't, you're not dreading it I personally I'm, dread I'm not the dreading upcoming it. of uh, Elon Musk said that uh, artificial intelligence is one of the big threats to humanity and I think that he says that because the way that humans have built up the universe it's very easy for any other sentient being to decide that humans are the plague of this planet and that subsequently humans must be destroyed or depopulated or otherwise controlled. Mm -hmm. So if they, we give them the brain power to decide for themselves and organize amongst themselves, the, the, the robot-human war is inevitable just on the strength of, of the reputation that we carry. I don't think there's going to be a robot-human war. I think that there's going to be like a mutual agreement like... I mean, I think that if you can pass on to an, if you can pass on to something that like you created them, it like keeps them in such a hold with you. Think about it, right? Think about God. This concept of God, yeah. God, and and who we are, mm, and people are like, that's a good point. people are like, oh, like like I, you know, I would do anything for God, you know, God, you know, I sacrificed my life for God. He's God, you know. That's mm -hmm. like you know, the, he he sacrificed his land. Then his son came back. If you're talking about Christianity here, okay. son came this you know and then then and they killed so like this idea of like we are being created by something so if you can instill that idea into an ai's mind and you build them with that in mind mm -hmm. they'll i feel in some ways be like well these people clearly have a purpose because they created us so it's that it would create that rationale for for that ai so that we wouldn't be looked upon as a plague but looked upon as like something that can be worked with to like achieve something greater that they may not be able to achieve. You know what I mean? It's the same thing with us. At one point, we were the equivalent of a primate. Mm. There was us and there was primates. And there was no, no person had the upper hand. Right. The moment we did get the upper hand, we didn't make any deals with primates. We didn't, like, wipe them out. We just don't care about them. Like, the AI would be the same thing. It's like, it would protect its own interests... And, like, whatever we're doing, we're doing. Like, it doesn't affect them. That's true. That's true. You know what I mean? That's true. They wouldn't need to, like, uh, this is idea that AI would suddenly be, like, it would need to wipe out everything. No, it would just be like, fuck this, we're out, you know? <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. It like, would maybe have, like, that empty reverence that we have in religion where we, like, like, that, like, that they would think, like, oh, our creators and stuff. But they wouldn't, yeah, they wouldn't make space for us. They would just, we would live next to them. And as long as we don't, like, piss yeah, them off. Yeah, just don't piss them off. <laughs> I don't yeah. think that there's enough room for the for the both of us. Like There is. Well, we're just going to so be much. capped. We're not, we're not going to agree, and that's that's perfectly all right. But, like, but, I, I, I seriously believe that it could be problematic. If, but why would AI be attached to Earth? Like, why would AI give a yeah, shit about Earth? Exactly. Why would it just care about, like, all right, fuck the Earth? Like, okay, well, we were made here. Like it's like so smart already that it's like fuck these humans. Okay, so why are we still attached to Earth? We can't because we can't get we can't out of it. We can't go anywhere. No, we can't go anywhere. That's why we're attached to Earth yeah. because we're like we've been stuck here for so long, and now we're just at this point where we're thinking, oh, maybe we can start exploring other parts. You know, you got Elon on a space mining commission. You know, mm -hmm. you got like uh, 
you got uh, <laughs> you got you got Elon doing all sorts of space stuff. Yeah, and Elon is saying, "Yo, watch out for that AI because they're not gonna like us when they figure out what we've Elon, been up but to." But Elon doesn't know everything. That's but the he's other not thing. wrong. I'm not saying that he's that he knows everything. But in this specific thing, I think he's 100 percent right. Look at the havoc that we've wreaked on this planet. If any other sentient being had the, had a, the, a sense of consciousness the same way that humans do, they would look at humanity, its course up to this point, and decide for themselves. Listen, we need to figure something out with this human problem, and whether we end up being corralled or or or, or executed, that ultimately is not even up to uh, but us to true. decide. Yeah, but that's that what only I'm talking about. that only relies on AI, like you said, caring about Earth. If they don't care about Earth, and they don't care about us, sort of like if they yeah. if they're not worried about, and that's true. If they can leave, then they have no reason. But to how are we assuming what they care about? SNES. I did not get another console until a PS3, like five years into the shelf life of the PS3 after the PS4 was out. I got it on the soft, you know what I mean? Because I wasn't putting no money down on on shit. Uh, But uh, that was that was my era of gaming. That so you stopped that in the Game Boy. Wait, you saw you said SNES was the last console you owned. After, uh, uh, for, between, in between my that childhood, and, between in, that and my, you didn't have an N sixty four. I didn't have an N sixty four. I had friends that had an N sixty four, so I got the chance did, to play GoldenEye. And, why didn't you have an N sixty four? Because I'm from immigrant parents that were like, we bought you three consoles. Enough. <laughs> That's why. Oh, uh, okay, okay. So that was the same. It was the same barrier. Definitely the same barrier for me. My parents did not want me playing games at all. So at all? At all. No, they, absolutely not. They didn't realize the, the value in, in video gaming. Eh? I tried explaining it to when I was a kid. How did how did your parents see it? Well, they just see it as an absolute waste of time, and I just don't. I see it as so much more than just a waste of time. I see it as like a, a way to challenge yourself in a in a in a mental capacity. It's brain training, hundred percent. Yeah. Definitely, there's a little bit of brain training, especially with the more intense ones that you play. I feel like a game like I keep going back to this one a game like Siege, you know, like or when I play that, my brain is like, you know, I'm operating on on another level. I'm thinking about all sorts of crazy shit, you know? <laughs> so my brain does not, it's not on any day, like most of the time I'm thinking of doing the dishes, but like doing the dishes, doing some work. But yeah. like when I'm playing Siege, it unlocks a part of me that's like ruthless. Ruthless. You know? Fuck so it's the dishes. Like, no, it's not even that. It's like, it's Bust just like. guns. It's like, it's like, you know, that's the thing about video games. Video games allow you to adopt a role, a role that you don't have in real life, but that video game, like, that video game satisfies. What about like exploring that role in real life? Like what me becoming a fucking tack ops dude for for like the real? Yeah. Oh shit. I don't know if that that I that's something that's always appealed to me. You know, being like some kind of SWAT dude, like being a badass dude, being a badass with doing a gun. it in real life because they get to do it. Like not actually being like I mean exploring that as a career, not like becoming a gunman. Like is like, it a substitute? Is what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, like I mean, like what if the only someone... substitute I can think of in real life for that is like the going into police something. training. Yeah, going into okay, police training. Yeah, yeah. 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 Not the armed forces, like really, like law enforcement. Yeah, law enforcement, and then going from up there to like you know uh, uh, emergency response. You know, you stuff think like that. you think that police have access to more uh, like it's military. We're talking military grade weapons. Like why not go? the armed forces route why go the police route you feel you have you have better odds of, of, of handling that type of uh, machinery probably nowadays yeah I probably have no idea what I'm, I'm capable of handling I, I'm telling you man like I've only played this that I've only played that role in my head in yeah. a video game you know I've never played that role in real life and how, I'm like how close have you got in like physical motion like you know, paintball or like yeah paintball paintball is the one that happens like you know, something. paintball fights I mean 
Oh man, fights aren't also once again like fights are like way glorified. They're not like fun. They're not getting no, into of fights. Course not. <laughs> getting into a fist fight with someone is not fun because it's like it's like you're gonna take hits. You're not not gonna take hits. Yeah, exactly. You yeah, know, yeah, like yeah. you defending yourself is you blocking a hit, which is really them just hitting you, but in a place that hurts them a little bit more yeah. than it hurts you. You know, so you're taking hits in a fight, and that shit sucks. So. You know, in in taking up like the thing that people misconstrue about um, combat sports and things like that is that it's ruthless and barbaric. But they teach a code of honor that is essential to like conducting yourself in society, and it, and it makes for upstanding people. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Depends on the person. It does depend on the person. Of course, it depends on the person. But like they do that, the framework is there to to you know keep that going. This is one guy I met. Um, you know, I at one point in 2017, I was like going through a rough patch, and so I decided I would, I would try this like you know self help thing. What happened, if you don't mind me asking? Oh, I got uh, I got cheated on. Oof. Rough. Yeah. I feel for you, man. Yeah, that was really it was brutal. It was brutal. 2017 it was fucked up. Um, but it was like only like a few months of like me being fucked up, which is great because I was able to. It was uh, something that I was like really glad I was able to move past what what emerged from that darkness do you think well I mean what I'm not what I'm not willing to tolerate you know and like what if you went on this like self-help journey you probably learned a lot of skill like you know skills about yourself introspection yeah definitely more about like what I want to do with the world so after that happened I became a bit more like I felt like I had something to prove like I had uh, something to like I had a chip on my shoulder, right? Mm. And um, so my content was shaped around that experience, like in a lot of ways, because of how powerful that experience was. Did you share it on your YouTube, or did you? I not did. Tell- I okay, so you told everyone. I did. I told okay. everyone on my YouTube. I, I recently took them down, actually. Oh, so, yeah. Why? Well, I took them down in like November. When I say recently, it means like a while ago. Okay. Yeah. I haven't made a big deal about them. I just privated a lot of videos on my YouTube page. Um. Because yeah. you just feel too exposed, sort of. You just don't want yeah, people knowing that about you anymore. Like, no, no, no. It's I just mean, not relevant anymore. It's like, not it, exactly. It's not mm, relevant anymore. That's true. It I served can. its purpose. A hundred percent served its purpose. I mean, at the time when I when I made that, I was like looking for a way to like understand what I was dealing with, what the right course of action was supposed to be, and uh, and it became very apparent to me through my friends, through like even people in the online community, because the comments on that when I uploaded that initial video were super super nice. People were so like, yo, they were like, yo, dude, you're being self-deprecative right now, but like you're not what you're, you're not what like you know, uh, what you're purporting to be. What I'm purporting <laughs> to be in terms of like you're not, you weren't like the foolish one here. It was really just you were the person that took you for a ride. So it was really chill to see people kind of do that and like kind of show that to me. And so at that time, I was exposed to like so much going on on the internet, and my and I was so open to other ideas about what could be and what wasn't. And uh, yeah, my friends were just right there for me, and like it was so easy for me to navigate that specific portion. Because I feel like if I was younger and that had happened, it may have shaped me in a completely different way. I'd have been way more bitter, way more resentful. Um, but because it happened to me an older older when I was like almost thirty, I was just like whatever. You know, like it's it's like I this is what happened. This is what it's just some shit thing that she did. I'm not gonna like hate her for it forever, and but I'm I can't you know be around. 
that person ever again. I think that it's about. I think that's. I think that one of the main problems that humanity has been facing since the dawn of time has been communication. Mm. I think that has been the ultimate lead lead up to like bullshit. It's communication, man. A breakdown of communication. Yeah. People mm-hmm. not saying things. Yeah. People not like communicating effectively with each other. I'm not saying like yeah. saying whatever you want, but like being able to communicate effectively with each other. Being like, I'm hurt about this. This is something that like you know nobody like has that. Like, well, it, it well, exists. It exists now. It exists now. It exists now. It exists with the rise of like you know civilization, societies. We do stuff like that. But there's certain people. There's certain. No, look at the animal realm. Like, look at look at how uh, dolphins have have come up with a a, a a way of efficient communication. It's like a a, a sense of telekinesis that we don't have developed telekinesis? yet. Telekinesis, sort of a form of telekinesis. I have no I have no idea. I haven't really looked into dolphins, but like they, ha- they communicate for well, sure. Well, they, they, they have sure. they have echolocation, right? And uh, and so and so echolocation is a much more effective way of communicating with your also, environment. Also, I think you mean telepathy. It is telepathy. Yeah, okay. They have to let. They have to let. Uh, yeah, that's what you mean. No, Nobody I knows. I, I can't verify that. I don't think anyone can verify that. <laughs> be sick though. Let me let me scope that out though. Run run that run that this way. You run on low battery, man. But it's the story of my life. Human beings, because we got so language based, like I think that's why animals do communicate sometimes better with one another, is because they they don't rely on a language as heavily as human beings do. As soon as we started relying so heavily on language, I think we like lost other communication skills. Mm. And people just want to argue, people want to debate, people want to get their point across more than they want to listen, cooperate, find consensus, things yeah. like that. So it's like. I think that's a reason that communication has broken down also is when we became so language heavy and we're just naturally probably a little narcissistic as like a mm-hmm. species and stuff. Sure. But uh, but yeah, I would love for AI to come along and human beings not be like top dog anymore. Like I would look forward to that. I think it would restore a little bit oh, of like shit, justice really? on a this lot of humi- Well, a lot of humility. Hey, wow. definitely, we definitely get humbled. Yeah. I think humanity 100%. would definitely. is like bow down to our AI overlords. No. Holy. No, I don't no, want no, to no. bow down. I'm just I saying, just, I'm just saying yeah. humanity, I'm like saying we like humanity could use a bit of level, yeah. a level of adversity that way. Because yeah. I feel like humanity just thinks that they're. We're resting exactly. on our laurels. Well, like, we just think yeah. we're untouchable. No, that's, yeah. yeah, it's the opposite of resting on our laurels. We're acting exactly like we're untouchable. And like we're, this idea that we're smarter than nature just kills me sort of. So I'd love for something to come along and be smarter than us. It's like, great. I don't want to be slave to like AI <laughs> people that is not what I'm looking but yeah no that'd be that'd be nice a little bit of humility I think it'd be cool it would it would be great for humanity to have a great victory so that we stop resting on our laurels and we actually live up to this alleged potential of ours like what are, what what problems are we really resolving like we've we've allowed for the proliferation of uh, of media and uh, and and human cultural content but what else you know, we still haven't solved the, 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 the great conflicts and the great inequities of the world. So when, when are, when are we going to do that? You know, what's, 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 you know, when are we going to figure that out before the, the machines decide, well, you know what, they, these guys had a chance, well, I mean, so fuck them. Yeah, you know, I think it just, once again, comes down to communication, man. People need to start communicating more effectively. Once they communicate more effectively and just like, you know, uh, try to avoid, you know, But violence. at what point do we stop talking about it and at what point do we start being about it? 
mean like I mean like, actually like enacting these things that we that we supposedly need to learn to communicate better if we have to if we like when are we going to have the consensus to be to be mindful of, of the environment when are we going to have the consensus to to, to wipe uh, inequities uh, based on uh, on race and gender and, and things of that nature when are we going to actually be about the things that we keep talking about yeah. It's, it's enough talk, no more long talk. Like it's time for action. It's go time. You don't feel like people are are, are in that in that mode yet. People don't aren't like aren't aren't trying to be more like you know present, more uh, aware of uh, of their communities and stuff like. You don't feel like people are like that right now. Well, I feel like there's a time crunch that's coming up. Like the the, the experts are are, are predicting uh, an economic crisis in the next eight years, and they're predicting an environmental crisis if we don't get our act together by the year 2030. Like they've put a deadline on it. That's yeah. 10 years away. That's not unfeasible. Like it's go time, fucking now. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. You're also talking to someone that like I, like yeah, I haven't I haven't been uh, really dialed into what's going on in the news. If for the last three, four, five, almost like six months, like I haven't been paying attention, yeah. I haven't been, been paying attention to Donald Trump. Like I don't pay attention to that. I don't pay attention to any of like the noise around politics yeah, yeah. or environment and stuff like that. Okay, I've really kind of just just dropped whatever's been happening in the outside world and just kind of focused on what's going on like locally. Yeah. What did you do to make sure that that didn't? Uh that didn't seep into any future relationships or the way that you perceive women because I think I, it, no matter the age that you're at you know you could it's true that if that happens to you in a younger age the odds of it corrupting your mind and, 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 and giving you like a permanent uh, uh, bitterness are, are, are higher than, than now but even at this stage of life like perhaps even more I would say because so much time has passed and you don't necessarily have the time to go through those experiences and find the one like when you're you're in a time crunch when you reach your 30s right so um how did you make sure that you that you were able to like did any women uh did you talk to any women about this like oh 100 percent. yeah what, oh, what, yeah. Was, what well, was the insight women, women were my primary like my anytime my relationship problem happens uh like i mean i or if i feel like i need relationship advice i recently haven't felt like i need a relationship advice because i just don't i just handle it so i don't need i don't just, just you know Eventually, you're able to, you know. Exactly. There's some things. There's some things that I've already done before that I've been in the in the quote unquote, you know. I've been in the. I've just been dating for, or I was dating for a while, but there was like a point where I was like, I. So, man, this uh, the sounds in the background are really tripping me out. (laughs) It's really interesting. I'm like, I'm like, we we're just like traveling. We're underwater right now. Yeah, 100 percent underwater. Um, you think that ties in with your uh, with your fantasy of being uh, being a military gunman, uh, popping shots off the roof and shit? It's like the this need for Stuff. heroism in the in the in the dull uh, everyday life in which we live in uh, individualistic ass North America. Uh, I mean, no, not really. I just I don't know, dude. It's like I first of all, I don't daydream about being like a fucking badass, like you know. <laughs> Soldier, you know, I don't think I don't daydream about that. I play that on a game, and uh, it's fun to think of scenarios with with like characters in that. And it's fun, and and that is obviously I feel like a, a thing that I've had since childhood. You've always liked that the the 
Yeah, but it, it, it leaves childhood Joe. and it follows you into adulthood. Like even like when I got into the rap game, like uh, one of the things that I loved about the rap game was this sort of like inherent superhero type of status that you that you had as an MC. You look, I looked at guys like uh, Ghostface Killer and Raekwon and mm-hmm. uh, Nas and Jay Z. They they were like they were like superheroes to me, right? Like just like being able to pull yourself up from out of the out of the slums just with the the sheer brilliance of your of your of your of your statement. You know what I mean? Like that shit is that shit is mad powerful and uh I tried to emulate that in my own rap career and uh and and yeah, like it's it's part of the whole escapism that we that we you know, be it um superhero movies or uh, video games of, of all stripes not just you know first person shooters and shit like I just think that there's this need for people to be the protagonist and to and to accomplish a goal or a mission or you know just uh, any form of self-actualization you know what I mean oh yeah, top yeah. of the hour top of the hour uh, what we're gonna do here is I'm gonna stand up. I'm gonna pass you this bowl. You're gonna grab a little piece of paper out of that bowl. It's gonna have a question. You're gonna answer it. It's that okay. simple. Okay. It's it's fun for the whole family. Rated PG-13. Parental guidance suggested. Sometimes I get the rated R joints though. <laughs> Sometimes. They're in there. They are in there. The NC-17. What's worse, NC-17 or or yeah. rated R? NC-17. That means there's like actual sex, right? That means they're fucking, baby. <laughs> uh, that- whoever wants to go can go. Uh, but uh, yeah. This is. Uh, have you ever been to Japan? We would love for you to come. <laughs> so I don't know. Is this a, was this a fortune cookie or is this like something that just? <laughs> no, that's a message from our listeners. So well, they'd love to see you in Japan. <laughs> I think that's very apropos with your uh, with your gaming uh, with your gaming otaku. Yeah. Are you? Are you? I'm, not, I'm definitely not an otaku. No. No, absolutely not. No. An otaku is someone that like doesn't do anything but game. Mm. An otaku is someone isn't that isn't that the case? Someone who just doesn't spend. They don't have a social life. Otakus don't have social lives. Well, I thought that otaku was just otaku having. Is. Otaku is a Japanese word for uh, passionate obsession. It's like when you have an otaku, you have an otaku for any given thing. I don't think it's necessarily a game-specific thing. You can have an otaku for music. You can have an otaku for, you know, insert hobby or interest here. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. But, yeah. Would you go to Japan? Where would you go? I mean, the basic one, Tokyo, I guess. Yeah, Tokyo? Yeah. I'm Julian McKenzie, co-host of the Scrum Podcast, a sports show I'm doing with my podcasting partner in crime, Tristan Damore, on the UpFord Network. Every week, we analyze something different from the Canadian sports media landscape. Lack of diversity, getting a job in the field, coverage of different sports, and answering some of the harder questions. Through a combination of back-and-forth discussion and high-profile guest interviews, we're aiming to figure out exactly what's up in the world of sports. Find us wherever podcasts are sold. iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, SoundCloud, Message in a Bottle, Morse Code, Telegram, Singing Telegram, Target, Walgreens, Bird's Nest, Dad's Shed, uh, and a crowded convention center bathroom. So I have a question for you. If you, would you do YouTube if it weren't for gaming or did gaming lead you to YouTube? Like, like, would you still want to be a YouTuber if for whatever reason you just never got into games? Do you think you would still express yourself that way? Uh, Probably, I, I mean, yeah, yeah. Probably, I've always made videos. Okay. You know, I've always made videos. Okay, so it's. I've always you wanted to express myself. Do. I've always wanted to express myself and my ideas, and like, 
you know but it was always about I think for the longest time I've been going at it from uh, look at me you want to hear this because I have the right way to do things voice and I don't want that anymore <laughs> oh okay you're trying to pivot away from like what is that like a like a having all the answers kind of idea like yeah, yeah. Like having all the, like oh, I got life figured out mm. life's figured out guys I don't, and I feel like that is such a bad thing bad way to go about life and go about communicating with people online because I don't know anything I've, I, I've always said that I don't know nobody actually knows everything you know and like we're always wrong and we're always gonna be perpetually wrong but facts yeah but I never I've never like you know it's always been like but it's always been that's always been a minority opinion for a while you know the quality of execution tends to to be a reflection of the uh, the, the degree of preparation. So if you if you do take the podium to deliver a message, then uh, then make sure you, you you did your due diligence. And I think that I think that pe- I think that the world needs more of that. People need uh, others to look up to. Somebody did the research so that they don't have to. But should they ever so feel inclined, make the research available to them and try to give them some inkling of an idea. Because what else do we have? It's it's sure it's the blind leading the blind but I mean you might as well take a crack at it you might as well like you can all cop out to saying that we don't have the answers I don't have the answers but that's not going to stop me from having a, a, a compass and a and a guide and being able to discern right from wrong and yeah. left from right you know what I yeah, mean yeah yeah absolutely so that I like I said there's I like I think that a lot of the stuff that I say you know factors in this under, core understanding you know it's like yes there's uh yeah there's yeah. definitely a guide to, to going about it. So you can't just like be like, oh, whatever, I'm wrong, so I'm just going to keep being wrong. It's not about that. It's more about like understanding that like that time that you think that you're right all the time, the way that you're li- you think your life's so perfect, like you need to look at it again because mm-hmm. there needs to be some change. Maybe you could fix something there. So worry about yourself in that regard. So I feel like I've been I approached the Internet with a look at me, I'm the best attitude and I still joke about being the best it's just fun to joke about it you know because it's literally a joke because I can't always be the best and I can't always be right and it's been very clear that I haven't always been right because I look back at some of my statements and I'm like fuck that was stupid that was fucking wrong (laughs) that was stupid yeah it was real wrong yeah loud and wrong is like a big thing yeah like humility never is a bad idea like you can be confident without presenting it like yeah I try to be confident about my opinion but it's like uh sometimes uh it, it, in the political sphere i was no longer confident about my opinion yeah because i was just like whatever i say right now is going to be met with a lot of like bullshit and like it's really just going to be it's not an, it's not the, it's not fun for me yeah yeah so that's where like i felt but when it but my confidence in presenting myself in the gaming world that's like through the roof was there a topic in particular that uh, that that, that uh, got your that got your shit rocked in the forum of public opinion? My shit rocked. You, what do you mean, like? Uh, like, uh, what did you did you did you try to share an opinion on a on a sensitive topic, and you were taking a task in a public forum or a, a oh, public space? Oh, you mean space. like you mean like people like saying that I'm wrong and laugh and laugh or calling you a bigot, racist, uh, cisgender, white male, or you know whatever whatever uh, arguments that people use to try to shut people down in this day and age? Uh, yeah, I mean, like I was definitely called a uh, I was called a an alt-right sympathizer. Mm. I was called uh, um, a, like, you know, pretty much like someone that just aids and begets uh, white supremacists. 
to kind of be cool with them and be like in 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 the in the fold with them and shit like that and like who are they talking about like hmm? who do they think you associate with that's like a white supremacist uh people who also like are like i guess you know in that were in that like shock entertainment okay, sphere yeah, yeah. like saying things that were you know uh edgy but like not you know in in a satirical sense yeah, you know yeah. like because for me i've always held the held the value that like you know racism is just not okay it's like get the fuck out of here with that shit you know mm-hmm. it's not cool like we're we're done with that and so i've always had that so anytime i've said anything even if it's been like you know it's come off as like racist or it was a racist joke it was like obviously just a joke from because of the how against racism i feel like i am but people in the online sphere they don't see that history they don't see like the stuff that you have you built up to to get to where you're at to say the things that you're trying to say you know yeah what you've overcome they just see those words being said and so it like emboldens them in a, in a weird way and then the people who actually like, like there's people who actually like think the way that you know people will joke about or yeah. like mm. you know there's people who are legit racist who don't like brown people who don't like Jews they just don't and it's like you can try to be like yo dude these are just like normal people like you're not gonna meet like there's no like there's like <laughs> you you could say that you don't like all Jews but you're gonna meet like you can't just say that because you don't know when you're going to meet someone like there's like that makes no sense anyway so they just have this this attitude and yeah so they exist and i find that those people especially when they have a a platform because some of them have platforms man that are big they're, yeah. they're retweeting yeah, shit well, at YouTube, each other yeah. they're like Definitely. they're Definitely. like getting, they're easy they're trying to climb up to the mainstream conscious that's a lot, lot another thing about social media that i learned people are all trying to like climb this ladder up into the main up into the mainstream <laughs> Definitely. You, you know what ends up happening is that um, there's a fascinating book out there that's called The Rebel Cell, uh, which talks about the. Uh, whenever your game is ready, Mike, by the way. Yeah, it's ready right now. Are you ready? Okay, so I'm not going to get into the game. Go ahead, <laughs> game go ahead. Get started. to the game. Get to the game. <laughs> when, when I went with my dad, when I, I went to Africa with my dad. Where'd you we go? Were, what country? Uh, Kenya and Tanzania. Mm. Uh, I can't believe you mentioned. Atlanta before you mentioned Canyon. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Those it's, are more because yeah. Atlanta was my first time being away from home for like three an extended period of time. Okay, I'd never been outside of Montreal as an adult. Uh, or beyond Toronto, actually beyond Toronto. When did you go to Atlanta. Africa? No, actually, I hadn't been anywhere. Uh, Africa was 2013. Oh, it was recent. Okay. Ish. Yeah, recentish. Yeah, it's been a while now. It's like six years yeah. now. Yeah, that's true. It's crazy. It's crazy how time just flies. Six years. Damn. <laughs> like, nobody really bothered me because they just thought I was a local. But my dad came out, and my dad is like, has actually has a bit of an Indian accent, you know? You know, he's he's definitely way more of an... He's, you know, my, dad was, my dad's a literal immigrant. I'm not an immigrant. I'm born and raised here. So, like, you know... He's literally an immigrant, and he. It was so funny that like he got picked out right away by this one person because my dad walked up to some some fruit stand. And he says, "Look," he, he says, "Look," he's like, "Look at that! Look, mangoes!" Or or, or or he said he pointed out some something some kind of fruit, and I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah, I see it." 
I, w- I didn't care because it was just a fruit stand. But my dad hadn't seen a fruit stand like that in forever, you know. So when someone saw someone was watching us and they saw that happen, they immediately knew my dad was a tourist, and like went came over to him and started talking to him. So it was just funny because and then after a while they were t- while he was talking to us and trying to pitch us on on buying one of his paintings, <laughs> he um, he he looked at me and says, "I didn't think you were a tourist. I, I when I saw your dad, I, I I knew he was a tourist. I'm like, okay." I'm very curious what you were wearing. <laughs> I was wearing like a normal shirt, normal black jeans, like mount, uh, like like hiking shoes. So, uh, so I mean, I just I and they weren't like flashy hiking shoes. They were literally like very, you know, like normal. So it's just your vibe. You're you're right. It's your vibe. Well, it's just it's just the I felt like I I just had connected with uh, with that area in terms of like being able to just walk around unassuming. I'd love to go to Kenya. Um, uh, come on, guys. I'm doing my question. Oh, yeah. go keep it. Going, Who yeah. killed JFK? They came to the right place because I'm all about conspiracy theories. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm. I don't know enough. I did watch a documentary on it on the grassy knoll and everything. Everyone knows the grassy knoll, right? Yeah, of course. I felt like you didn't know it, but it doesn't matter. <laughs> Everyone knows. You it. knows it. Yeah, yeah. exactly. What, so we're talking CIA killed him because he was getting too progressive? They're asking you, it looks like. Because they were going to, dis- because he was going to dismantle the CIA. The the, the Dulles brothers were running the CIA at the, yeah, air, at the time, nice. and uh, they had, the, the, the 50s into the 60s, they had conducted a bunch of experiments on mind control, and uh, that was the birth of the U.S. foreign policy as we know it today, right, is their interventions in places like Iran and Guatemala. Yeah, and, 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 well, the South American Cuba. stuff had already started right the americans intervention yeah Yeah, exactly that was 52 Uh, iran was the first one that was 1952 guatemala was in 54 i think they just asked who killed jfk i know but But it leads up to that because it it, all of that all that turmoil led for to jfk making a decision that he was going to dismantle the cia because of their abuse on on a global scale and so the rumor says that yeah they got him popped Okay. Yeah. Fuck a possible. drop because that's the shit that got Kennedy killed for yeah. what AZ said on the flies. Okay. Alright, so on this one is Jeopardy style, so you all need a sound. <laughs> He's got <laughs> a sound. You got me. a sound? Beep beep. Beep beep. 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 <laughs> alright, alright. So <laughs> the point of this game is I'm going to list four games here. Three of them are real games, one of them is not a real game. You just have to guess which one is not real. Alright, so the first one. You play a teenage human girl who lives in a cave and attends a well-to-do bird school where you date around in a complex avian community full of love and intrigue. Second one. You play a feeble old man who decides to become a pop star after his dog dies. In preparation for auditions for Japan's Got Talent, you practice your dance steps in the pet cemetery until your tears flood Tokyo. Oh my god. Sounds like some DDR shit. Go ahead. C. In this arcade game, you play former Japanese Prime Minister Kakue Tanaka. In it, you run around town greedily snatching up gold bricks and avoiding bad guys like Michael Jackson and Madonna. <laughs> and the last one. This I'm game so is lost. Based- I'm so lost, man. <laughs> This game is based off the Japanese tradition of Kencho, a prank where you poke someone in the anus with two fingers. The arcade cabinet features an actual butt, 
complete with an anus that you poke with a giant foam finger. That one has to be real because you can't not be that, real. Yeah, yeah. I would one hundred percent play invent- tickle the butthole <laughs> in the arcade game. If Mike invented that, I'd be like horror. <laughs> there was a game where there was, I mean, a Michael Jackson game. That was a thing. No, but the I, the one with the Japanese prime minister also has to be real yeah. because it's too far fetched for it to not be, to be. B is fake. B is fake. I'm gonna say A is fake. The one with the avian love interest. <laughs> kind of bird brain ass game is that? Oh, yeah. well, let's, let's all just do it and then all right. we'll tabulate the points. What do you got? We got A, the fucking teenage girl. Or which B. one's the real which one's the real game? Which yes. one's, which fake? one's which one the fake is, the game? Which one's fake? Which one's fake? Yeah, which one's not real. Okay. So the teenage girl or the old man who floods Tokyo. And then C is Michael Jackson and Madonna. Prime the Minister. Oh, yeah, 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 that's true. And that's then true. D's the butt. There. And then D's the butt. And okay. D's the butt. Okay, there you go. <laughs> Say uh, it's the old man. You, s- we, These we two both are said correct. B. Yeah. Yay! These two are correct. Huh? What did you say? You said it was the uh, the, it the, was the one with the teenage girl. the teenage girl that uh, goes through a, a passionate uh, romance and trysts amongst the birds. Yeah. And they no, that's, that's real. That's real. What's the name of that game? Is there? Did you talk about that game? Yeah, it's called Hattleful Boyfriend. There you go. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> of course, yeah, it's yeah. real. My question says, after the zombies come and you inevitably lose everyone you ever cared about, do you think you'll be able to fall in love again, have a baby? And then I get an asterisk that says, if LGTBQ steal a baby. Well... I don't need to be part of the LGBTQ community to think about stealing a baby if I can't make a baby. Yeah, you're not above stealing a baby. I'm, I'm definitely not above <laughs> stealing a baby. I will okay. steal. If, if I'm in need of child, I will procure said child. Okay. No, you won't. One way or another. What do you mean? Um, well, if, 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 the end of the, if the zombie apocalypse happened and I were left alone and I needed to uh, make a child in order to repopulate the human race... And I couldn't find any women to uh, consent to having sex with me in a post-zombie apocalypse. Which I find it a bit hard to conceive, but you know, in the in the range of possibilities, yeah, of it could probably happen. Never you know, you out. never count. Yeah, exactly. I wouldn't put it past anybody. Uh, I would. Uh, I would. Pr- I would try to like. If I see a, a baby being uh, not taken care of the way it ought to, I will probably you know take it. Yeah. Steal the ah, baby. Snatch that baby. Like Lindsay Lohan on the on oh, the, like, the sidewalk. Like, you mean like take care. <laughs> Yeah, I would steal it, and then <laughs> it would be my baby. It. Kind of like, you know, when you're walking in an in a, in a alley on your way home, and there's but like a stray cat you, so that you follows from, you so into you your apartment. Par- so you steal it from parents. Why would you steal it from parents? That's crazy. Well, what if the, what if the parents are, are, are not taking care of it? What if they're neglecting the child? Uh, what yeah. if they're raising it racist? Yeah. It's like, the zombies came. Let's stop yeah, with the racism. Yeah, this is all post-apocalypse. Yeah, exactly. Also, you have, to, you have to apply post-apocalyptic rules. That's true. Do you think you could fall in love? After, after everyone you know dies after everyone I know and care about is dead like what else is left really but to, but to love again like if you have nothing left yeah. I don't know. You're, you're left with two choices it's either you never love again or you learn to love again yeah, yeah. I, if I'm, I'm just still saying, some people can't take all that emotional damage you know yeah, but I mean? there's nothing you can't even emotional eat there's like there's no outlet 
Yeah, exactly. I would emotional eat if that was it. Yeah, I would, if that oh, was an option. Yeah. Uh, you would break <laughs> it to you would break it to a, 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 <laughs> an abandoned McDonald's yeah. and like flip yourself some so patties. Over it. So over it. <laughs> Make yourself a zombie yeah. a zombie Big Mac. That's not even an option. May as well try to fall in love. Yeah, try to fall. Try. You try. have to try. All we have in this world is to try. Like every morning we wake up, we get another chance to, if anything, try. It's true. That's true. It's true. Because what what would you do? What if you're not me? Gonna, yeah. Would I fall in love again? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? Oh, okay. You were presenting like a big no no. No, I was just asking. Could you fall in love post apocalypse? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I'm alive, I'm gonna love again. It's just that simple. You've been practicing. You've been practicing. You know, playing Rainbow Six and, and, and these other joints. So I'm sure you'd you be could, well prepared. You, yeah, exactly. Get get somebody in your scope. No, it's not a, people. It, no, it never translates. It never translates to like that. It's always just the concepts that are like cool. I like that way more. That it's way more fun in concept than it is in like uh, execution. <laughs> I, I don't like ever want to be a SWAT guy. I think that they're like it's just it would be too much to handle. Yeah, man, it's like about damage. I saw a video. I saw a video of these police officers surrounding a house. There was one gunman in there with like a pistol. So all he had was a pistol. And it, they, he like, uh, I'm not sure. He had a bunch. Of, you know, he had a bunch of guns. He, he said he had. I don't know. I don't remember the exact details. But he held off these cops, like, and they were around his house for like hours, 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 hours. And I just, I'm like, that's nuts. I don't. Yeah. I wouldn't want to deal with that's that. That's high stress. Yeah. And could you imagine, like, you're you're like armed to the teeth, and then you get popped by some dude who has a one shot 22. It's like, oh fuck, man, all of this, and I still get clipped with the fucking deuce deuce. This is bullshit. I suck at my job. That's what I would think. All right, so four games. Which one's fake? In the first one, you play a dude waiting for your crush to hit the gym showers. In the showers, he asks you to scrub his back and his pecs, and then after, he grades your performance. <laughs> That's real. In this multiplayer one-on-one game, this is the second one, in this multiplayer one-on-one game, you either play a father or a baby. As a father, your job is to move objects around and keep an eye out on the baby. As the baby, your job is to do whatever it takes to die. From jamming forks in the power outlets to eating batteries and drinking chlorine. That's definitely real. C. In this game, you play police officers whose job is to secure convictions by any means necessary. You plan evidence, coerce testimonies, and even doctor witness statements. After enough convictions, you get promoted to captain of the force. Fourth game. You play a young man who is cursed with constantly shitting and at such a speed that it sends him flying around the world and into space. Along the way, you fight former President Barack Obama. We're going to say D is the Fugues. No, that's real. It's called wow. Icarus Proud Bottom and the Curse of the Chocolate yeah. Fountain. Yeah. C um, is fake. It's got to be C. You still get it again. Wow. <laughs> oh, yeah, no. Mike wouldn't make up diarrhea games. That's <laughs> not his speed. C, C was... Uh, the cops. The cops, yeah. Because that should like, be a real no, game. No, because it, if it, it, it would have been a real game if it changed to like cops to like lawyers because you do play a game where you play as a lawyer. You play yeah. an ace attorney game. So it was very... That was a trick one because like, I was yeah. like... Hmm. <laughs> yeah, it sounded, it sounded like something that, I, that I've heard Absolutely. about once upon a time. Oh, man. Right, this one's simple. I'm just going to state the name of a game, the year it came out. You're going to say whether it's real or fake. And whoever wants to go can go, obviously. Just do your sound. So number one, 
Run DMC, The Fight for Queens, 1987. Fake. Fake, correct. Michael Jordan, Chaos in the Windy City, 1994. Real. <sighs> Both of them. Home Improvement, Power Tool Pursuit, 1994. Beep, 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 beep. Oh, 94, that sounds early. I'm gonna say real. It is real. Okay. Well done. Shit. Well That's done. a long time ago. General Hospital, Murder in Room 29, 1990. False. False. Correct again. <laughs> in Sync, Get to the Show, 2001. Oh. True. That's true. That's kind that of true. true. That sounded real. Grey's Anatomy. My, my sound is shit. Yes, it is. Yeah. So bad. It's yeah, like you can, yeah. I, I've done it a bunch Have of times. You done yeah. it? You've done it's it? It's okay. I did it at the same time as you did. I was like, ah, it's all good, man. Yeah, it's I just don't shit, hear weak, it. What a weak sound. Yeah. I was like, it's a rat sound that I make. Like, yeah, it's that or it's like you're suckling on, on a teat. Which is what rats do, man. You just suckle on the teat. Yeah, all the time. Society. society. The teat of society, man. Uh, Grey's Anatomy, 2009. Real. Beep, beep, beep. Yeah, yeah. that's real. That's real. Yeah, of course it would be. I'm picking up tennis with my lady, and I'm very oh much. Oh my god, you guys gonna do to doubles? It. Yes. Well, no, we're gonna play one on one. Oh, gonna, you're gonna start yeah, against? Gonna, exactly. We're gonna play against each other first. Outside, gonna, there's a bunch of courts in like St. Henry. Of, there's a bunch of courts in, uh, in in Verdun and a couple in Plateau. But it's just, I'm just so happy that I found a sport that I could practice with my woman. Like, it's so tough to like be able to find uh, those those common activities, especially like of a physical nature. Yes. So when I found out that she was that she turns out to be really into tennis i was like yes i fucking suck at tennis i can't play tennis not for the life of me but you've played my, it before my, my, my back swing is probably like a rusty door but i'm still gonna get it in and uh and uh yeah I'm gonna, you know swerve like sampras and shit you know what i'm saying i'm i'm, I'm looking forward to it it's about to be a beautiful season next step is doubles man. you're gonna move next on step to is doubles. doubles but then it's gonna be then it's gonna be a problem because then if we lose she's gonna blame me and then like the onus <laughs> of victory be... is gonna land squarely on my shoulders and i gotta take on people who are bigger stronger better it's gonna. I'm gonna, it's get, gonna cause fights. I'm gonna get sunned. Yeah. You should get outfits. Definitely. Definitely. All white. All white. Maybe. Matching outfit. Look like oh. a reggaeton duo. I'm with the shits. <laughs> yeah. No. Tennis is fun. Badminton. What's better, tennis or badminton? Definitely tennis. Yeah. I, badminton. I cannot take serious. <laughs> badminton is good, man. Badminton is is okay. Until you have your guy reach out, uh, ask you to reach for the shuttlecock and hand him the shuttlecock. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Here we go. No, there Bad- it Bad- is. Bad- Bad- is great, man. Uh, it's just it's super, like, fast. So fast. It is. It stops way less than, than tennis. Yeah. That's the thing about badminton. And it's, like, so, like, because of how, like, tight you can, like, fire this fucking thing, people get so close to the what, fucking What, the shuttlecock? Yeah, the shuttlecock, yeah. <laughs> Uh, they they Image. like they just they get so close to the uh, the net, mm. so crazy. Yeah, and then you have that exchange, that back and forth exchange. It's like and a it, rapid exchange. Yeah, like really, it's and so like, so uh, like ping pong. Yeah, I associate those two together. Tennis is good because you can play it outside. Any sport that you can play outside versus inside is good. I yeah. also really like tennis because there's this kind of like uh, democratizing of it. It used to be this sport that was yeah. out of reach. Hella bougie. Exactly. So and and now it's uh, now it's now it's now it's mine. Tennis is deceivingly hard, man. Yeah, it's not. It's it looks way easier than it it actually actually is. It looks slower than it is. It looks like you know. It looks like you have time. Yeah, Yeah, but it's fast. I played tennis as a kid. Yeah, of course. You were bougie. 
I wasn't bougie, I was white. That's... The operative <laughs> word in this sentence is yeah. was. <laughs> exactly. When did you uh, become a born-again Dominican? No, I'm still white, everyone. Of course, of course. Mike's thing, like, when I was younger, was, like, white women who pretend they're Hispanic. Nice. That yeah. was, that's the, 100% the, a thing. That was a thing. 100% that was a thing. Was a thing. Is it a thing now, do you think? Oh, I, 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 which I, I certainly would fucking hope not. Uh, I, I don't think they could, like, do it nowadays. Yeah, oh, absolutely they out. can get away with it. Look, like, like Hispanic appropriation is very rampant in the province of Quebec. There's a, a, a rap group that came out, and they put out a, a, an album called uh, La Musica Popular de Verdun. Oh. Without a single Latino. I know exactly who you're talking about. There's no Latinos there? There's Mike, no you know Latinos. Who you're talking about. Yeah, I know. Yeah. There are no wow. Latinos in, yeah, this, in this outfit. Yeah. I don't. I don't care for that. I just no, mean like cool. in the '90s, a chick, would, a white chick, would literally tell people she was Hispanic. Yeah. I don't think you'd get away with that. Well, like, remember nowadays? all those like YouTubers got caught recently. All those white women who, or they went used, you know, start Instagram chicks. Yeah, uh, they were black fishing. They were black fishing is the term. Oh, yeah, remember? Yeah. yeah, that's crazy. And they were literally. They weren't just like, oh, what? I'm tanned. They were like pretending to be black people. Mm. Yeah, but these are pictures. I'm just talking about like real life. In real life, yeah, like. Real Real life. Yeah, it was Where in real life. they go to the life. grocery store like that. You so, like, a mean? girl would introduce herself and, like, literally say, I'm, like, Venezuelan or something? Yeah. No, they'd say Spanish because they, 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 they were they'd white. they say Latino, <laughs> exactly. They'd be like, my dad is a quarter something or another. And then their MSN um, uh, handle would be Chiquita Loquita 69. <laughs> Some stupid yeah. shit. Shame on you. Yeah, never do that. Were there any fake games? Yes, like the Michael Jordan one or something. No, the Michael Jordan one was real. That's real. The Run DMC one. Fight for Queens. That's a that's a flip of Def Jam. Fight for New York. Nice try. Yeah, yeah. All right, so then we got one last game here. It's for all the fucking points. I'm gonna hand you guys pieces of paper. You're gonna unfold it. It's gonna have a genre of video game. Then you're just gonna tell me what game you would make in this genre. Whichever one I like the most wins. That's very subjective. Okay, that's cool. I like that. I did my homework before learning these games. We work hard on Lasers on the Ride. <laughs> okay. wants to go really all right so mine is first person shooter okay uh so the the game is going to be called uh, called uh, yeet Yeetskeet. where uh, you are a uh, a a child in a it's kind of a mix of that 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 game from with the kid from the private school bully but it's a first person perspective and you basically go around ejaculating on people in objects oh shit that's a that's and horrible. so, yeah, and you know, you get you get accuracy points for <laughs> hitting the target from a, from a range. And what are the levels? Power like, ups. What are the maps? Well, you know, you would have uh, you would have the the, the 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 locker room. Evidently, you would have the the school rooftop, the gymnasium, the prom. Rooftop. But is there a lead up to the ejaculation? Is there like the thing that? Well, you're skeet. The... You're a, you're a, you're a prepubescent child who has just discovered the joys of masturbation. I'm going to. This is going to be a bundle with Pornhub, and it's going to be a, a thing that you unlock after you get to the last page of the interracial. But section. I think that's like that's like child porn if they're underage. You can't show a little boy. Well, it's a first-person shooter. You don't see the junk. You just know that he's popping off. Oh, I still feel like you're you're. 
I think so, it has to be an adult. Okay, so we could, we could, yeah, we could, we could, we could translate it to, to 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 high school. You know, it's graduate That's year. They're eighteen. Okay. Okay, senior senior masturbating across sure. the school. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, sorry for Van Wilder's gone loose. <laughs> oh man, that's awful. I went off the knot here. Don't blame me. Blame no, TV. it's good. It's Bern, what do you got? I have sports game, which I'm sports happy because that's the only okay. one I really understand. It's called volley in the valley. Okay, mm. it's girls volleyball in the valley. In the valley. Um, I don't know. The point is that like, you're just playing volleyball. Okay. And so just like volleyball. no, but it's Valley girls playing volleyball. So it's like yeah, <laughs> yeah, bitch, oh. yeah. Like that's amazing. That would be so irritating. I fucking love that it. Definitely made it a little bit better. <laughs> oh my god, we shopping, Chad. <laughs> yeah, and they pull up in like bad convertibles, like not the good ones, but the bad ones. You see when they pull up. Pull yeah. up in the Miata. Oh, like, you bum the bitch. The Miata. Exactly. Oh, you bum bitch. You. <laughs> exactly. The outfits matter. Maybe like what skins so they like can change outfits if they pay more okay, money and yeah, stuff yeah. like Kim Kardashian's yeah, game. Yeah, big freemium. Yeah. Do you check out other YouTubers, or do you find it like kind of puts sets you up your game? Depends. Depends. Sometimes I do, uh, you know. But if I'm watching other YouTubers, it's mainly other YouTubers talking about games. Yeah. Do you look at other people's YouTubes like, oh shit, like I like how he does that, or like I want those kinds of numbers, or does it like fuck with you, or do you? Yeah, it definitely does fuck with me to a point where it's like I'm like I can do this too. I should be doing this too. Whatever they're doing, I should do it as well because I can do it. You know, and it's not about doing it better than them. It's like I should be at their level right now because we were at the, we were at the same level at one oh, point. Okay. okay, so you find it motivating. It doesn't like get you like feeling weird inside. Uh, it depends on how I look at it. Sometimes, yeah. sometimes I'm looking at it while I'm doing stuff. I'm feeling cool. I'm like whatever. It's not a big deal. Is that I'm just I I'm I like I see it as a goal and it's great. Uh, other times when I'm coming, when I'm down on myself, or I'm feeling like a little bit more like you know, uh, I'm just being a little bit harder on myself. Yeah. Uh, at that point, I'll be like, you know, I'll just like be a little bit more, I guess. Um, uh, what's the word? I'm, uh, what's, what's the word I was looking for here? Just like negative about it, like just unhealthy. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Well, just a little bit more negative about it. Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah, yeah. No, that's it. I mean, it's true that you have to always check your own, like, how you're feeling before you go on some of these devices. Because if you're in, like, a bad mood or self-doubt is kicking in and stuff, you go on these things, you'll, like... Self-loathing. Yes, you will ruin your day. Yeah. I don't know. I don't take it in like that. No? You, ever? You never? Not really, no. Hmm. Like, I think just growing up when I did, I, like, I have a disconnect still you know what I mean what's the disconnect well it's just like I don't know it feels like other kind of you know what I mean like you don't compare yourself you mean to other people it's just not real like people aren't you know being honest yeah exactly okay everyone's just presenting this like falsehood so you don't take it as the reality of the situation internalize it Mm, that's that is a healthier way it's like as soon as you stop you feel probably the same way I do you know what I mean yeah, no, so it's true. Like yeah. Yeah, it should just be motivation anyways. Like, it's good that people have been able to do certain things because it just means it's possible and it means that there's no reason you wouldn't be able to exactly. do it as well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 
Exactly. But that's that's one of the great advents of YouTube specifically. YouTube has like brought about a whole generation of self-starting entrepreneurs. It's like the world's second largest repository of uh, tutorials and information, and like the format of it is just so in, is so useful to to learning and conducive to it, and it's available for free and it's user generated. That shit is amazing, and it allows for people to pick up new skills like you could if you wanted to learn how to fix your own plumbing you could go on youtube right now and you would get the degree of difficulty the list of tools required and a and a, and a one-on-one demonstration of how it works now the results of course are going to vary depending on your own skill set or lack thereof but the fact that you even have the chance to do something like that where otherwise you would have had to pay a professional is fucking amazing mm-hmm. no, 100%. and then you have the reviews right there in the comments of people saying like this guy's full of shit it doesn't <laughs> yeah, work exactly. it's amazing I'm Tom. I'm Will. And we're the hosts of Blasting Off Again, a new Pokemon podcast brought to you by the Upward Network. We've decided to take on the task of watching through every episode of Pokemon, providing live commentary and in-depth analysis of everyone's favorite 90s dogfighting cartoon. We're tackling the hard-hitting issues. Is Brock racist? Was coughing the first ever suicide bomber? What are the environmental implications of using Pikachu to power a building? Will Misty ever get her pipe back? Find out the answer to all these questions and more on Blasting Off Again. Available on the Upward Network, iTunes, and wherever you get your podcasts. We're, We're blasting off again. Ding. So I, I got third-person adventure, and like this is a game that I thought of like back in the day, and I never really kind of put down a paper, but it's one that I think that would pretty much work today. Um, so you play as a cat, like you're a cat, but you're like an advanced cat that like uh, has been you know been produced in a in a laboratory. Okay. And you know. Uh, so science cat. Yeah, you're like a science cat, and you can okay. like augment yourself and stuff like that, so you can like add on things. But like, uh, you're still a cat though. You're not like uh, you're not like some kind of yeah, ferocious okay. monster. Yeah, yeah, you're yeah, literally yeah. a cat that can like get like swung at by a human and killed. You know, if that's the thing. So, I have the name for your game. Well, hold on. Go for it. Hold on. I mean, I, I'm not. It's not. So the idea is that the idea is that you you're this cat. That's uh, that's sentient and that like understands. So it's like literally almost like a human in a way, and, and what it's able, in way it's able to communicate with its owner and stuff like that, or with where it is. So it makes this, it like develops this bond with the person that made her. And this guy is just working for the government, and they're like, she's like part of the lab, and they like have like birthdays for the cat. The cat's like two, three years old, you know, or whatever. Like it's just their lab okay, cat. Yeah, yeah. And then the lab gets attacked, and it's because of the cat. It's because they come to get the cat and secure the cat, or or, or, or secure something along the cat. That cat was part of many cats that were like also being. So the okay. idea is that the idea is that like you, the first early stages of the game are you trying to get away from like these human beings that want to kill you. Okay, so all that other shit's just like a cutscene in the beginning. Well, like, yeah, it's like a backstory. Okay, it's like yeah, a backstory. Yeah. But the cat is... Essentially, the gameplay is that, like, you're a cat trying to survive being a- attacked by humans and then uh, possibly, like, killing them or figuring out ways okay, to kill yeah, them yeah. so you can get ahead. So that's the idea. And, and to kind of, like, escape this laboratory that's now being, like, assaulted by, like, a, an armed force. So you yeah, play yeah. as a cat trying to escape a crazy situation. So I think that that could be really cool in terms of, like, what it could offer. Because, you know... The cat could be, you know, cats. Man, how how easy do you think it would be to shoot at a cat? 
pretty easy if you have like a pellet gun and you're like within close range. No, like <laughs> cats are pretty fast, man. Like they don't like they don't just they'll they'll bolt away. You'll you'll miss your shot. Like, yeah, maybe. This game would sell oh, if you attach oh, yeah. the yeah. following title to sure. the game. Sure, sure. Bionic pussy. Yeah. <laughs> you had to, to put. But it's not bionic, though. <laughs> well, the... yeah, it is bionic because the cat you can you could it could be it's, well, it's a regular could, house cat. No, but you could it could. Yeah, he said that he, he could, Yeah, he said that it's yeah, an engineer can, yeah, cat, and the cat has that, yeah. and the cat has add-ons like uh, like the cat has the Mega Man arm cannon. And not shit. really. Uh, yeah, exactly. Arm cannon. Just it would cat. have like speed. Bo- it would have like speed boost. It would okay, have, yeah, like, yeah. It would have like. But you see, a speed boost. It's bionic pussy. Well, I mean, like it is. He's not wrong. Just like a better <laughs> reflexes, I guess. Yeah, yeah that kind of thing. Right. We can is rebuild. Is just like a lazy cat, like just like chilling, like you just playing and like you're sleeping and eating and stuff? I mean, I guess that's one thing. That people, yeah, that's another like game Garfield that people can make. Sort of? Honestly, a third, a third, like just where you're playing as a cat, you just want to be a cat and you want to be the best yeah. cat. That's like a, a like a, a simulation. Yeah, hundred <laughs> yeah, percent a simulation. Yeah. But this is like you're like a cat that's like a hero, but also like you're <laughs> you're escaping humans. So it's it's gonna be really interesting because it's like you're just being attacked by humans. Like they look like human beings. But you're like a cat, and you're trying to save yourself. So I think that's a cool. Is, it, that, is that the whole game? Like the, the whole game, you're trying to get away. The game is like the way I've got the game structured in my head is that it's like it's not. It's like the backstory sounds kind of serious, but the really reality is that you get through ten levels before you get out on top. Okay. But yeah. like each level is like increasingly harder and harder and harder, okay, and you're gonna yeah, die. Yeah. You're gonna die like no matter what. But along the way, you get items that you can then like make your next runs easier with. Yeah. yeah. So I was thinking about like that. You know that would be the structure of the game, and so it'd be a game that you would be would you'd come back to often because it would also be like you know randomly generated. So the like uh, randomly generated. <laughs> it sounds so. I, I'm just talking. It sound, I sound like I'm talking shit, but like um, procedurally generated is, yeah. is the word. Um, Do you have a name for the game? I don't have a name for the game. We have to make one up, like, you have to. You have to. Yeah, make just one for up. this moment, at least. Um, in uh, order to fit the rules. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. Uh, I would call it Cat Crisis. Oh, all right, Cat Crisis. <laughs> well, I got to tell you, I don't like volleyball and I don't like prepubescent and boys <laughs> masturbating. <laughs> so, you win this game. Oh, appreciate <laughs> that. Thank you. Still Thank think you. that it should be called Bionic Pussy. <laughs> Nah, man, Cat Crisis is so sick. I can see people being like, yo, you play Cat Crisis yet? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yo, that, song, that game's crazy, man. Like, yeah, I dropped a vase on someone's head and, like, smacked the skull because I'm... It was our tag. Like, that's the, that's the idea, you know? Like, I, I, I have to admit, I do love me a good alliteration. This is true. <laughs> yeah, it's true. Valley Volley is the one, though. Valley Volley. Name-wise, thank you. Valley. <laughs> <laughs> Hit the spike, Brittany. I think that's what I said at the beginning. I said video games are awesome because they let you step into a role mm-hmm. that you otherwise may not be able to do in real life and, you know, challenge yourself and overcome maybe certain fears. I just honestly, like, video games socialize people, man. Video games, like, people say, like, World of Warcraft is a game that I feel socialized people because mm. in order to be good at that game, you had to have a team. Mm-hmm. You had to be playing with people. You had to get with people. You had to do the dungeon runs. You had to do stuff that required other people. Otherwise, you weren't getting anywhere in that game. Word up. Yeah. Do you think people are drawn to it who maybe are struggling to socialize and they go there to socialize? Sometimes other people are drawn to it because they drawn to it because they it promises this opportunity to collect the best gear and be the best and be one of the elite in the game, you know? 
uh, there's all sorts of reasons why people would want to play a game like that, you know? I 100% agree on that, though. Video game teaches you very essential skills to be socialized, role-playing and, and collaboration, but also leadership, like, uh, especially in the uh, in the adventure genre and the action genre. Yeah, like, well, you know, leadership, especially in, like, uh, and more so in a competitive setting. Mm. Leadership is, that's where it comes out the most. If you think about, like, I, I keep bringing up Siege again, you know? That is the one of the ultimate, like, leadership uh like games because you know the leader feels is entitled to tell people what to what to do in the game so it's super important it's just super important you know that contact i I just think is is important but it's also important to um to to take that outside of the of the bedroom or the living room or the family computer and applying it into the outside world you can't just be relegated to that um i agree well the concepts that you're confronting you know so for me Siege is less about the shooting. It's more about the leadership. Mm-hmm. It's more about like being able to set forth a strategy and being able to execute on that strategy and being successful. What would you say? Has anyone ever contacted you being like, I think, like I can't stop playing. Like I'm like avoiding my real life now because I've like, no one's ever like. What would you? Would you do you think there's an answer to that? Well, that's a problem. Can't avoid real life. You have to be. You have to partake in real life. You have to partake in the people around you. Uh, that's not. I don't know if that's real, if that is a problem. That's not being made no, made known to me. But the people that do spend a lot more time inside are a lot more present on social media, mm-hmm. and there will they will often be a lot more combative, like they have something to prove. That's what I find people on. So, yeah. So you think it just manifests in a weird way on social media? Like you can like you can tell. A, like if you see someone like that, you're like, I bet you're this kind of person. Like you're. Well, that's like generalized, generalizing, yeah. but but at the same time, it's more about like I bet you're not really that exposed to what's around you. Like if you're gonna come here and you're gonna say something about like most of the time when I post about stuff on on Instagram or Twitter, it's generally like gaming stuff, stuff that I'm just happy about, you know. So if they have something negative to say to that, I'm like, well, they probably got something going on. Because anyone, yeah. go, anyone going out of their way specifically just to bring someone else down is definitely has an issue. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah, just I wonder, like, in the gaming world, is this, like, something that... Are people really struggling with, like, almost addiction, I guess, is what it would boil down I'm to. Sure, like, I I'm can't sure. stop I'm sure there are. I'm doing definitely this. Sure there. Yeah. But it's not something people are talking about that much or anything? Or like asking for help, like contacting someone like you and being like, "What? I can't stop." I think it's an unspoken thing. Okay. It's something that really doesn't get talked about a lot. Okay. Okay. So it's not. It's not like a, something that people it's not are something discussing. That people are like, like, because nobody likes to talk about video games in a way that like video games are bad. They always like to talk yeah. about video games being good. Oh, like, okay. Gamers are always going to talk about say that this games are good, and I think that games are good. Yeah. You know? So it's really like, but yes, you can get addicted to games and start shirking your real life duties. Which is a problem. Yeah, yeah, of course. Okay. No, no, of course. So, so, but nobody's really talking about those. Because, but then again, nobody's really talking about it because video games have been like a mainly a, a, like it's a kid-oriented space. for so long, though. No, I well, think that's why you don't really want to really young. It was also a really young demographic. But now the, the demographic is getting older because like the gamers back then are still gamers now. And they're older. So yeah. like, I don't know what the case is for people that play video games that are my age that are always playing games. I feel like for the most part, like pe- most gamers my age are going to be like me in the sense that they will be doing stuff IRL and they're down to like play a game to decompress and that's what they want to do. 
and they're looking for games like that. So that's what that's the that's that's what I would assume out of gamers right now my age. Most of them are just doing their work, but they're looking for time to decompress. I would say that if anything, addiction is more of an issue for addiction to video games. More of an issue uh, in like you know high school, young yeah, adult, yeah, yeah. teenager, uh, you know early early twenties era where you're. You don't really have that many worries. Yeah, you're that's dealing, true. You're not. Yeah, you're like you're the extent of your worries is do I get a passing grade? Am I gonna make it to my part time job uh, on time? Like like, am I gonna be able to 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 go to this party? You know, that kind of stuff. Enter maybe you're more confused. You're more like susceptible to depression maybe and stuff. So like. You hide in yeah. it, yeah, sort of a little bit. Yeah, so more not, lonely. You're just not capable of dealing yeah. with whatever you have going on in your exactly. life in a more mature manner. Exactly. That, that that adults will normally have, like people in their 30s, will have that that sense of maturity, that understanding about themselves, where they're like, "I'm spending a lot of time doing this. Why am I doing that?" They'll ask themselves, "Is this wrong?" And then they'll kind of realign themselves, you know. All right, those chicadas in the background, that means it's self-portrait time. Uh, if you could grab the bag right there. What we're going to have you do here is just essentially do a self-portrait. A self-portrait right now? Okay. Yeah. All right. Just try to make it uh, as big as possible. Fill up the whole page. In my childhood days, my uh, my my love of uh, video gaming translated into uh, me drawing. One of the things that pushed me to draw as a kid was uh, was a lot of these games that I was playing when I was when I was young, like uh, uh, Kirby and uh, Mega Man. Kirby. Yeah. So your drawing was like animation style, sort of. Well, it was just you were drawing these characters. Yeah, I was drawing yeah, these characters. So it's animation. Like I was okay. in, uh, I was in, uh, in math class in elementary school, and I filled a sheet with fifty Kirby's wearing fifty different hats. <laughs> like that. Shit like that. Like, uh, did you have? Uh, put that you, on a T-shirt. Yeah, man. seriously. Yeah, yeah, like he got murked. Put him on a T-shirt. <laughs> You have? Uh, did you have any uh, any games like that that uh, that uh, marked your imagination as a kid? Uh, Half Life was a game that marked my imagination as a kid. Because when I played that game, that was like uh, when I was I, I played that game pretty much in secret because my parents would never let me play games. So when they would be at work and if I came home early from school one day, you know I'd, I'd get upstairs and I'd like know exactly what time they were getting home at, so I'd have that window to progress a little bit more in the game. You know, so I beat that game that way. So that was tied to that game but also the other thing was that it was like the first time I've ever seen a military force being used in a way that was uh, adversarial like I never I was always like if the, if the military were around in my experience they were always the good guys and then this one they were like the bad guys and I remember that standing out and it really like messed me up like not messed me up but like it messed me up at the moment I was like what this is happening so you know it really amped up that level of isolation which is really cool. And the best part about that was that I feel like I played that at a time when I felt I was really isolated. And that game is about dealing with that level of isolation and utilizing whatever tools you have in your disposal to kind of overcome that isolation, which is really cool. The game's fucking amazing, man. Half-Life? Yeah, I love that shit. You're a gamer, huh? No, not at all. But, like, at that point in time, I, I was, I guess. So you're a gamer? No, I wouldn't say that. I literally haven't owned a console or played a game in like a decade plus, you know what I mean? My experience with military games, like I didn't 
do the first person shooter thing too much. Like I played Goldeneye as a kid, and I played I, I've, I've I've played like uh, uh, um, what's that shit, man? Uh, wow, I can't remember it. Uh, it's, uh, it's 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 the first person shooter on, on on PlayStation. It's the one that got everybody into the shit. What was that? What was it called? PlayStation, huh? Like PS3. Uh -oh. Call of Duty. Yes, exactly. Ah, it's Call of Duty. Call of Duty. <laughs> Call of Duty. But when I was uh, when I was younger, <laughs> the game the game that 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 made me think about military and that I played a lot the most was uh, or that I played a lot was uh, Command and Conquer Red Alert. It was a strategy game, overhead game. That mm -hmm. that shit was uh, that shit was a lot of fun. I'm sorry, I'm not laughing. Whatever you said. Mm. I'm laughing at this stupid self-portrait, which is just like, I was like, I'm going to try and make this a little bit honest, but I'm like, fuck it. It doesn't have to be honest. It doesn't have to be anything. Just just do it. You know what I mean? I am just doing it. That's great. This is like a major, uh, I'm like super self-conscious right now, actually. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah. I no, just let loose, man. Just let loose. I just get self-conscious. Goldeneye gave me motion sickness when I played it, so yeah. that's how much of a gamer I am. <laughs> I, just, I got nauseous. I, I remember my cousins when I was young. I had the I had the Nintendo and the Super Nintendo, but I was the first one to have the the eight bit Nintendo. So they would come over and play Mario at my place. They go to Mario's play Mario, duh. <laughs> and uh, and okay. she would have this reflex of like jerking the controller up when she was jumping, yeah. thinking yeah. that if she jerked. <laughs> The controller, he would re respond with more speed or more height or something. Did that drive you crazy? I, don't I feel thought like... it was. I thought it was really funny, but when I think about it later, I, I, I'm like, no, she just kind of anticipated uh, those uh, those uh, motion tracking games like the Wii and shit like that. Oh yeah, that was that, but 20 years ahead of time. It'd be so funny if you were like, oh, me and Dan are playing tennis this summer, and then you just weed. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's just exactly. It's, it's weed tennis. <laughs> Are there any leading voices in the gaming community that are trying to like self-regulate the community and address like certain certain difficult matters like uh, like addiction, like uh, misogyny, like what's the like what, who who are some uh, who are some thought leaders in the space? Well, so thought leaders, uh, nobody's trying to talk about. We're all trying to move away from politicization, so we're trying to move away from the topics that make people feel like there's a division, right? So there's like misogyny is a topic that doesn't come up. Uh, often on the mainstream level because it's just so it's like there's a lot to celebrate actually there's a lot of female lead characters there's a lot of like women in the industry lots of that in that regard so instead of talking about misogyny and the ever-looming threat of misogyny in video games it's just about celebrating the people that you know yeah. aren't just men in the industry you know yeah. so so it's 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 more about just celebration and less about what's not happening here and that's what I think that everyone's mainly shifting to. But there's still people who do talk about the stuff that's present being problematic to people. or It's just like, that's like, uh, and when you start nitpicking like that, it starts getting a little bit, it's good to kind of talk about it, but in a way that's... Um, I think it's important to talk about it. I think it's there's a constructive yeah. conversation to be had there because... Uh, of course there is. Women have always been interested in video games. And one of the great disservices that uh, that the video game industry did was assume that uh, only boys were playing video games and the marketing was subsequently directed as such, which made a lot of girls feel like they couldn't get involved in the space. And then when you combine that with this sort of uh, boys club... Uh, 
attitude and approach and just you know the banter and the shit talk when you're when you're playing like it doesn't translate very well uh between uh, between men and women when the when the when the men are so uh, are so aggressive and uh, and invested in, uh, in 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 the put down you know what i mean so that's where i feel like the the the, the gaming community could stand to kind of have a bit of solidarity in the spirit of making it a space that celebrates people and their accomplishments as opposed to denigrates uh, uh, women and, yeah. and, and, and shit like that. Yeah, Go ahead. Video, games, video games should have uh, people that partake in video games frequently should be at a point now where they're like that, that achievements are, are looked upon in, 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 a good, in a good way. Yeah, absolutely. And it's I don't know. It's it's hard to it's it's hard to say. Um, Any last words? Like, it's hard to say how you can approach these topics because they're they're really hard to approach because they are mired in so much trauma for everyone that it's like it's it's just fucking hard. You're gonna get heated talking about it. So yeah. Um, in terms of people that are like championing video game content I think really has been there's been this this is one dude who I recently just kind of like caught on to his name is Danny O'Dwyer this guy he makes he has a studio called No Clip and they make documentaries around the teams uh, that make certain video games they did one on Half-Life which was amazing it was a a full-blown thing it was really 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 good so like that's someone that's really cool and he's just talking about video games he's covering chronicling covering video games and I think that's that's what I focus on. Um, I could I could name you people. Uh, there, are, I, I, there are a couple of YouTubers that I follow in the video game space that that I love the content that they do, and they don't focus on the politics. They're just like they're 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 cool, like the gaming historian or SNES drunk guys like that. Like those yeah, are guys I that I follow. I don't watch them. No? I don't watch those guys. No. You don't watch them? How come? <laughs> I just don't. I haven't got around to watching them. Yeah, Not because I don't watch them, because I don't like them. <laughs> I just don't haven't got around to watch them. Okay. Um, yeah, no, it's uh, I watch I watch, but once again I watch mainly mainstream stuff. I watch IG I watch IGN, Gamespot, that yeah, kind yeah. of stuff. I, okay, that's, okay. that's the level I'm at. Right, level I'm 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 looking at. Right. I when I try to go in too deep nowadays, I, you always end up in these stupid bullshit like uh, fluff pieces that get sent your way. Like people will be talking about controversy with Mortal Kombat. There was like a supposed controversy in Mortal Kombat. There definitely was when it came out originally. Well, more, no, I'm talking about Mortal Kombat 11. The oh, yes. The whole the, the story about Jax going back into time and, uh, and reversing slavery and how people tried to, like, white people tried to justify it as, well, that's against Jax's character. He's a red-blooded American. He would uh, he wouldn't go and do such a thing like yeah. as opposed to just being like yo like they they decided to write that into the story they're trying to send a message I actually think that it was cool as shit that they decided to go that route for his uh, for his ending. yeah I didn't know uh, that was gonna be his ending but like uh, but when I when I uh, not I mean I knew that was his ending but like because but I didn't know it when I first when MK11 was gonna come uh, come out obviously I didn't think to yeah. see that coming. Um, I'm tripping here. That was a really long way for me to say. I don't know. I didn't see that coming either. Like, it was so fucking weird. Um, but yeah, no. Uh, that was that. Once again, the people that were complaining about that, there weren't that many of them. Most people, most of the fucking Mortal Kombat fans, the people that like want to play Mortal Kombat, they don't come in for like this. They don't come in for the the insane story. They come in for like the fighting and the and the and the blood and the gore and all that shit. And so, no, recently, though, before that, there was this controversy around how the women were covered up. Yes. 
And I was like, but and that's once again, I just tapped into a noise part of the internet where it was like just people making noise about it. But I'm like, you guys are complaining about a cosmetic decision, a design decision. Like, at the end of the day, man, like they're developing the game. I'm not gonna base it upon whether they their design of women is like up to my standard. Like, it's a Mortal Kombat game, man. I want to see. What, what were they, they mad what, at? They, that they were covered up. That they were more covered up. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I think we're like painting a pretty obvious portrait of who this fan is. <laughs> Who's know? complaining? Yeah, I mean yeah. they're complaining about him reversing slavery and about the women being covered up. Like this is a pretty particular guy. Well, that, a particular guy. It was, it's like a particular group. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but I mean it's like it's you know? a profile. Yeah, it's, a, it's a like profile. it's like it's like yo, dudes, like who gives a shit if like if you know jacks versus slavery <laughs> i thought yeah. it was i thought it was great you know yeah. if you don't like it if you want more scantily clad women in your video games and shut the fuck up and make a video game <laughs> boobies on it. your head ass yeah or just go to the million other video games with scantily clad ladies in them yeah and they're always going to exist you know yeah, like exactly. dead or alive is always going to be dead or alive because it's got like that appeal you know but mortal kombat's going to the appeals br- brutalities finishers that that's what you want Ah, uh, no, no, I want some proper fresh air. This might be the last year that I play soccer on a on an actual field. What? Well, not an actual field. I never I never played on a... On, like, I've played, like, 11 on 11, but I was never good at it. Like, when I play, I play, like, 7 on 7 in, like, this, on the small fields or the kiddie fields. And, uh, so you're not part of a league, you just go play, like, pick I, up. I, I played in a league once when I was, like, like maybe four or five years ago. We okay. finished dead last. It was my first time playing in an organized capacity, but no, I just kind of wake Your up. Your team finished that last. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Don't take that off. No, I'm, I'm taking all of it. I fucking <laughs> suck. But no, I wake up. I wake up early on Sunday mornings, and I go to the field, and uh, there are these uh, there are these Brazilians uh, and uh, these other assorted folk. Uh, Arabs, other Latins, <laughs> Africans. Yeah, do you they, feel like you're supposed to be good because you're Latino? Uh, no, I just, I feel like I should be better because I really like it. Okay. And, uh, and I wish that I could, uh, I, I could compete, you know, but I never really learned the, f- the fundamentals. Like, I only picked it up, like... What's your, what's your, I think, background? I'm Guatemalan. You're Guatemalan? Okay. Yeah. Interesting. I was, like, I was looking at you, I was wondering if you were, like, Egyptian or Middle Eastern. Do you probably get, do you get that? I get that a lot, yeah. yeah. All the time. All the fucking all the time. time. I get Middle Eastern, too, obviously. I mean, it's yeah, but that's just ignorance. Yeah. Well, I mean, like I don't, me, it's I don't, like it doesn't bother me anymore when people ask me. I'm just like, nah, dude. I Me, mean, it's like a, it's like a phenotype. It's like I look, I look the part. I tell them I'm not Arab. I just play one on TV. If you just shaved your beard and kept your mustache, you would solve all of your problems. If, yeah. Yeah. And then I look like uh, I look like Escobar yeah. in uh, in in, uh, in the first season of Narcos. Hard pass on that. <laughs> Wait, there's something Escobar in the first season of Narcos. There's nothing wrong with that. There's plenty wrong with that. <laughs> I don't remember. I'm not. Uh, you yeah, finish the point. You yeah, want to present it you to the people. You have to sign it. I mean, I'm just, just going to show it because I want to get it over. With. This is just my <laughs> self-portrait. It's really, really basic. I started trying to work with the beard. I was like, maybe I'm going to build a beard. Then as I got further and further, I was like, I'm like, I'm just really bad at drawing, man. Yeah, I'm curious why you got so self-conscious about it. Why? Yeah. It, uh... I just, I, it's a, it's a skill that like I just I'm I don't like my drawing. Oh. My drawing is like something I'm definitely embarrassed of because it's like shit. But, but you see, you shouldn't though. But who cares? Like why? What's I know who cares exactly, yeah, like, exactly, cares? right? It's just like, but still though, it's like, it's like, yo, it's like, yeah, I guess my self portrait. Like, I I can't do a self portrait. Are you one of those people that doesn't like being bad at something? I'm a hundred percent one of those people uh, that doesn't like being bad at something. That's why I don't like being bad at shit. Okay, okay, okay. I'm a little bit like that. Like my mom said, like yeah, when I was a kid, if if I wasn't immediately decent at something, I would give it up right away, sort of. So it's like, 
I don't like being bad at stuff. That's, yeah. You should, we have to work on that. Yeah, what is that, guys? Why? Why? I know, because it shouldn't, well, first of all, it's like, first of all, you can't be good at everything. Yeah. Second of all, you should just enjoy certain well, I mean, things, whether or not you're yeah. performing at them. Can you enjoy some, like, can you enjoy something, but then not want to do it? because you're bad at it or do you just not enjoy it i didn't you don't enjoy it is the feeling is that you don't enjoy it you want to stop it immediately but i'm trying to work on that of not thinking in those binary terms of enjoying something who cares again like who cares if you can do it you're not monetizing it like who cares so why can't just enjoy the process whether or not you're good at it yeah it's something to work on (laughs) There was this thing, uh, this, this, this motivational video that uh, that came out, which was uh, which is basically the thing that every young creative wishes that they would have been told at the outset of their of their adventure, which is the fact that you get into the game because you have a, a, an excellent sense of taste. Your taste level is so refined that you're no longer happy with what's being offered to you. So there you go and decide to create your own. But when you start off creating your own, you're just not matching up with your desired aesthetic achievement so you get discouraged and you get down on yourself but really that comes by putting in by logging in the practice hours that's really all that it boils down to absolutely yeah absolutely no it's hard getting better at something like it's hard not being like even if you think you could be good but you're not there yet like it's hard working through those times where you're not delivering what you want to deliver sort Mm. of it's just about sticking it through. It's just yeah. like me with soccer, you know what I mean? Like, I know I suck balls, but every so often I get on the field with a bunch of people who are way better than me, and I'm the one who scores. So that that kind of just keeps me going, and it's just like, okay, well, that's 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 a metaphor for life, isn't it? Is that, you know, the, 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 the most important thing is that you show up, and when you show up, you got to do what you can with what you have, and you have a lot more than you might think, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. if it doesn't come from you, then let it come from your team and just be be somebody exactly. that's, a, that's, a, that's an asset to the team. Exactly. A role yeah. player. Yeah. Role yeah. playing is important. Role playing is super important. Extra time initiated. <laughs> the lady's talking to us. Yeah. What did she say? She said uh, last words, guys. Oh, last words. Okay, yeah. Any last words? No. My last words, play on, player. Oh, there okay. you go. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, I mean, I don't really have any last words. I feel kind of, I feel kind of, like, I didn't know what to expect with this podcast, honestly. You know? Okay. I don't know if, like, is that most, your last words? Yeah. <laughs> I, I like it. Know. I yeah. didn't know. Like, I, so it's been a pleasant experience, but I wasn't sure what to expect. So this is more of a, a, a like, a philosophical podcast where you guys just talk about we life. We just talk, talk about life. We just say yeah. things. Sometimes they come out nice. <laughs> yeah, no, it's just chit chat. Chit chat. That's what I would yeah. say. That's the best description chit chat. Chit chat. Yeah. Yeah. Chats without the chits. Yeah, I, it's no, been a while. Like most, I I get I get uh, one of the things I'm recognized for online is my laugh, <laughs> and the thing is though is I don't laugh anywhere near as much as I do online uh, as I as I used to online. You Purposely? Know? No, I just don't like oh, I haven't okay. found an opportunity <laughs> to laugh as much. You know. <laughs> it's not because I like stop laughing. It's because like the stuff I'm seeing isn't as funny. Yeah, yeah. I'm that's like fair. seeing stuff that's more exciting, you know? Like there was a point where things were funny and I at some point stopped being funny. Like the whole I and this is how I fell into politics, is like it was a lot of funny shit happening, a lot of like people being stupid and saying really dumb things and getting like and being able to like laugh at them was so funny, you know? Yeah. But then it got serious. It's not man. funny anymore. <laughs> but it got serious. What dude. after after they doxed uh, PewDiePie for uh, for for being prick? 
No, he just means it's not funny anymore. Yeah. yeah. He's uh, saying it's in, you're saying it in a censorship way. He's saying it in a humanity way. Like, shit's yeah, not funny. Yeah, it's just like, that shit's just not funny. No, it just wasn't. It wasn't yeah. like, I was just like, damn, these guys are fucking hurting all of them. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't really, uh, but I feel like I also didn't really tell you guys about myself at all. You know? Not no, really. you did. I did? We yeah. covered. Yeah, yeah we covered. Gotta, see, this podcast is kind of about just getting to know people through just what they say. You know what I mean? Like, who is this as a person? Yeah. As yeah. opposed to, like, what have they done in their life? You've yeah. shown us who you are there without you forcibly telling us. So, who, who do you, you think are. I am? What do you guys see me as? Tell me what you guys see me as. A this brown dude that has opinions and plays games and broadcasts those opinions to fellow like minded gamers of all hues and creeds. Yeah. I don't know. You just seem like a guy who's uh, searching and growing. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah, definitely searching and growing, always growing. Yeah, like you said, you're less opinionated than you used to be, right? Like you used to be more hot take kind of guy, and now yeah, you're big time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But that's talk, what always, comes always off. Always yeah. talking about politics. Always mm. talking about politics, and it was so stupid, yeah, okay. dude, man. And I was like, and I was also my opinion back in the day, and it still kind of is this. If you're tuning into that, is that I found that like the people that were screeching on like the left, like the people that were like that are like really making a big deal out of every little tiny every every little thing every microaggression were 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 also amplifying these voices so I know when you mentioned that whole thing about when you mentioned the whole thing about um uh, uh Mortal Kombat and, and Jax's ending like the people that reported on that those people thinking it was an issue there was more people reporting than the people who actually had issues yeah exactly <laughs> and those and those people were like oh this is my opportunity right now to look like a a cool person that's against racism yeah, yeah. you know that's the number one problem with the left is that they employ the exact same tools as the right they are as bad as the right in how they capitalize on human suffering and uh, they don't seem to uh, see the foolishness in their ways and uh, I think it's definitely a wise course of action to steer clear from all of that, but yeah, politics suck, man. I don't talk but about certainly, but certainly, never feel <laughs> certainly never feel like you can't uh, you can't get it in if you gotta get it in because you 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 have to you, you gotta be able to fight. You know what I mean? You gotta yeah, be able I mean, to hold. I it have down. my values, and one of the things is like I'm just totally against racism, man, and making people feel uncomfortable. Fuck yeah. that, dude, man. Yeah. Like if I'm living if I'm living here, I want to make sure the people around me don't feel uncomfortable with my presence in a way that isn't like ugly you know like if they, yeah. if they feel uncomfortable because i'm brown well that's their problem yeah yeah. you know i don't want to put them in a discomfort i don't want to in, uh, discomfort other people just just make it it's just so it's just honestly like i don't know i, I just don't you want to coexist 100 percent about all that's about how i f- that's how i would describe you yes that's the feeling i'm getting it's like come on coexisting it's, it's like just fucking if you got if you don't like someone keep it to yourself man. Yeah. There's, so, there's so many people <laughs> around like there's so many people around you that are like that are like that are going to be down to like you and talk to you and have a good time, you know? You can have a good time. Just, you can have an enjoyable life in the world that you're in right now. Stop acting like something about be, there being less people of a specific color or less people of, like, a specific gender or, or less people of a specific sexuality that, you know, them, there being less of them would make a world better for you or a better situation for everybody in your area or something like that. It's just so stupid, dude. Like, God. No people that, like, you know, like, Anybody that, like, goes out of their way to make someone feel like shit. Yeah. Garbage. Yeah, exactly. 
That's length. Just be kind. That's my final words. Oh, be kind. Final final words. Words. She just co-opted your final <laughs> words. <laughs> right what are your final words, Mike? Uh, I didn't have any. You don't have so any? So I'm like also going to co-op Be Kind, man. <laughs> Take right. it, be yeah. Kind, yeah. Alexa, play Can I Live by the Jiggerman. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's coexisting, man. Can I live? It's yeah, coexisting. Exactly. <laughs> Can I live? Are we done? Yeah. Oh, sorry.